Good morning. Well, we've got another incredible week of news, and we've got so much to hit this morning. Of course, we got the Fed meeting yesterday, Joe. Some interesting comments right out of that. Oh, we yeah. have another possible bank failure coming. Is, is this hot take Thursday? Is that what I'm hearing? It, it is. It just, I mean, it's still rolling in this morning before we even hit, before we even um, went live. You've got um, uh, China propping up their systems, their their whole stock market right now. You've got their biggest developer in liquidation of foreign bonds. Oh, right. foreign bonds. That's a great yeah. thing. Yeah. So. yeah. U.S. pension funds. Um. <laughs> why, why we thought it was a great idea to invest yeah. in China. And there's and there's been really just a phenomenal amount of layoffs announced for this year coming up. Yes. So there's just a ton coming up. But We're I think just squeaky clean. It's just perfect. Like everything yeah. is golden. Yeah. And, you know, it's so good. You know what Powell had to say yesterday on how good it is? Let how me how good is and pa Powell, can you tell me how good it is right now? Um, based on the meeting today, I would tell you that I don't think it's likely that the committee will reach a level of confidence by the time of the March meeting to identify March as the time to do that. Confident. Confident. Talking right to you, Joe. Joe, he's, he's confident. Really I wish I could. I, I wish I could walk into things and be like, "Hey guys, I'm just, just not confident." You know, I don't know if I'm going to have the confidence to do this, right? And he's talking about the federal fund rate, right? Like dropping. Mm -hmm. Which what? What was this? What was the hot take? What did we see on everybody's social media that knew nothing about finances but thought they knew everything about finances? Was there's going to be six rate cuts? cuts. Six rate cuts. Everybody out there, six rate cuts this year. The Fed's going to pull everything back, even though, like we mentioned numerous times, Powell kept saying, higher, longer, higher, longer. Yeah, they don't so want to see everything get super high. That's yeah. not going to be good, right? And he's in exactly what we thought was going to happen. What we've been talking about on this very podcast for months now from when everybody got hyped in November about six Fed cuts in, in 2024, well, now we're seeing, well, tapered expectations. Now they're saying that March is a throw, is, you know, a 50 50. It's, it's off the table. Most people are saying May. Yep. I'm, I'm dropping I think we back may not to even August. May. I'm, I'm dropping back to August. I was saying June. Yeah. I was saying June. I think and June is possible. I'm leaning toward June. And, well, is this thing? One of the reporters asked him yesterday about inflation numbers from December, and Powell's a a plot guy, you know. Follow the yeah. plots. Follow the plots. Follow, yeah. He goes, "Oh, that's too old." <laughs> he literally said that to her. No, that's too old. You're looking at old data. Old data. It's it's a plot map. You're supposed to follow. You're supposed to trend up. Like yeah, it, isn't that the whole point? Is is you want to follow the trends and you want to see a trend of yeah. inflation going down. To maybe, maybe, but, but, you know, it's, it, it's, it's interesting, right? We're seeing in a lot of what he's talking about, right? We don't have the confidence, the confidence of like, are we able to, are, is, is inflation in control? Well, we're starting to see all the other things, right? Yep. 
all yeah. the other movement. I'll, like, where where do you want to steer this? Because there's a lot that we're seeing that's saying we're getting ready yeah. to hit a little bit of Well, rockiness. they came out and someone got a hold of the minutes of the meeting. Mm -hmm. And this was interesting because what they show are the changes of the minutes of the meeting before the meeting. And this was the big one. The U.S. banking system is sound and resilient. They took that out of his presentation yesterday. I wonder why. Wait, uh, what, what might have possibly happened? Whoa. As, as my son Josh would say. <laughs> New York Community Bank Corp, which is like, let's think about this, right? This is hot. This is the hot take for us, right? Oh, New yeah. York Community Bank is in the margin of we had Silicon Valley went under. And then what was the other yep. one? Um, oh, why, I why am I, I'm I, 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 Signature, I think it was. Right? Signature, like, yes. Yeah. They went and who bought Signature's assets when it went down? New York Community Bank Corp. Yes strikes again and yeah. here it is and what is and the thing is is new york community bank Corp, like their stock like their their assets most of their assets are mm -hmm. tied toward cre's commercial real estate commercial estate they are the biggest holder of um rent controlled uh housing mortgages in new york city in new york? oh in fact this, let me ask you if this name reckon this this rings a bell flagstar flat Blackstar was bought Blackstar? out, merged, or what merged with New York Community, New York Community Bank. Bank. And they're still Corp. operating under a separate name, right? But yep. Blackstar is a big, big lender, big bank. Yep. Big, yep. They're, they're based in Michigan, right? They're yes. a pretty big bank. They're very big in the mortgage game. And I thought it was interesting because, like, New York Community Bank, they had their Q4, they had their earnings announcements yesterday, right? And they, mm -hmm. they were projecting 23 cents a share in earnings. Yeah. And what it, what it did, dropped did you to? See? No, well, did lot. you see what it was? It was negative 30 something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's not just a little miss. That is like blew it away. But what was interesting was they wrote off 550 million in bad debts. On two loans. Two loans. Two loans. That was it. Two loans. You know where they got the loans? Signature. The yeah. assets they bought. Yep. So this, I think, is the canary in the coal mine for commercial real estate. Yeah. Because we've been saying all along is those are the assets you're seeing in New York. My gosh, um, Blackstone walked away from their, their corporate headquarters and the bank is trying to sell it. They owed three, $300 million on it. The bank's trying to sell it for $150 million. Yeah. They can't sell it. And then... Deutsche Bank this morning, right before we came on, just announced that they are doing, I believe, 500 million themselves, somewhere in that ballpark for possible, possible commercial real estate write-offs in the U.S. 500 possible, a.k.a. they've already allocated which they've ones already are allocated the money. that. Like, yep, they've, they've allocated the money <coughs> for the losses. So this whole like strength of the banking, I well, I, I understand. Like I'm really happy that he struck that out. And yeah. he, <laughs> and he didn't yeah, at least it. at least we know in, in one portion of stuff he's being honest. Yeah. And well, and yep. here's the hard part, right? We look at silicon, we look at signature, those were kind of like bank runs. Those are people pulling assets. 
Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen here because you're talking, we, you see a stock and it shows here and it said like, oh, it was down as much as 40, 46% Wednesday, then went to 38. That feels like a dead cat bounce because it's back down another 10% today. Yep. Right. And like, what did Moody's just do 20 minutes ago? Downgraded. Downgrade. Like, Your company just became junk. So that's hot take. Issue- that might be defamation. Was it? Wait, no, no. This is this is art. This is yep. this is you know this is just our take on which it's very very tough, right? Like because we don't want to see stuff like that. This isn't good, no. but this is happening, right? But what, what if we said all along with the commercial? That's that's the one. It's not going to be the residential that brings down the market yes. this time. It's going to be the commercial. Yeah. How do you stop the commercial from dissolving? You've got to cut the rates because everything is adjustable rate mortgages yeah and they're all coming due and they're five five year commercial is not 30 year notes these are five year notes and bloomberg or uh deutsche bank said in in the blue in what i read in bloomberg article this morning is that their concern is the refinancing of the debt Mm -hmm. because they can't refinance it just it's it's not a lot it's it's a little bit different but still kind of the base the same way in that commercial real estate is going to be based on the income of the building. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have to have as much income, if you're borrowing at 2% as you do at 5% to cover the debt ratio. Yep. Well, rents haven't gone up commercially nearly as much as the interest rates have. Mm-hmm. And plus you've got higher vacancies. So what's, what's going to happen? They're not going to be able to refinance these things. Yeah. Or the banks are going to, if they refinance them, they're going to have to take a huge loss to refinance them. So that, I mean, this, this is kind of a shot across the bow to wake up on the commercial side that there's, there's more problems coming with this, with the commercial real estate than I think a lot of, a lot of people see, you know, and they just cut off the program that was designed to help the banks stay liquid through this program. Well, they've got one month. It shuts off March 1st. So, you know, what was it? Banks were arbitraging with the program, Mm -hmm. which, you know, unfortunately, these big corporations found loopholes that benefited them and weren't utilizing the programs as intended. So now they're going to lose benefit to those programs. And what's ultimately going to happen is it's going to trickle down and it'll have an impact on who? Us. The average guy. Yeah. So. We shall see. We shall see. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. What else so that- is going on in the news, uh, in the world of economics and finance and rates and all that fun stuff? Well, it was interesting earlier this week because you got a little boost in the bond market because Yellen came out and said that we're only going to borrow $750 billion this quarter as opposed to $805 billion. And we saw saw the treasuries actually profit from that. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, there's going to be less available. So guess what? We're going to pay a higher price and push the yields down. There's still $750 billion available this quarter, it, which you can tell she's playing a political game. 
you know, don't generally get into politics here, but they've got $863 billion in the general treasury fund right now. Yep. You've got $863 billion in the general treasury fund right now. Why do you have to borrow $760 or $750 billion right now? Because when it comes to election season, you don't want to be doing all this borrowing. Wait a minute. What? So we're borrowing more than we need right now just so that we can, you know, make it look like we're propping up the economy better and stronger as we get closer to the like. That sounds too conspiracy theory for me. Yeah, I know. I know. But, you know. Take off the tinfoil hat. Yeah. I mean, when I've got, you know, 100 grand sitting in my operating account, I always go and borrow an extra 150. Let's well, how you make money. Just in case. Yeah. Well, I was going to arbitrage it. <laughs> You know, yeah, I was going to try and borrow, you know, like 2% and see if, see if I get yelling to give me, you know, 3% arbitrage. Let's just, let's just invest in foreign, foreign entities. That'll help us. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> we think we got it bad right now. You know, story from last year just won't go away. Evergrande has been ordered to liquidate. Order to liquidate. Wow. Liquidate. Like Evergrande, like how much in assets do they have? Oh my gosh, I forgot. It's I want to say it's close to six hundred or three hundred billion. Three hundred billion. They have to. They have to liquidate. Three hundred. Wow. I. What are you going to do with an empty apartment in China? Um, I have no. Well. What is it? The yen, the yen island. Can we just say it in like what they have in assets and yen? Like it's yen, right? 2.3 no. trillion. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That sounds way better than 300, 300 billion in American <laughs> dollars. But I mean, for let's think about this for just for, just for, for size perspective, how much in assets Evergrande has though? 300 billion, right? Mm-hmm. That's yes. that's more in assets than New York Community Savings Bank. That's true. That's true. They they broke a hundred billion when they did the purchase. Yep. Which put them into a different category of, of bank, and there's different regulations that they're trying. I guess they're trying to adjust to. But you think about that. That's three hundred billion. Yeah. How do you liquidate three hundred billion dollars? And what is that going to do to like? Like, what is that going to do? Like, I feel like there's got to be proxies set up. These things are going to get sold to, and somehow, but the, but, the, like, Evergrande yeah. is still going to have. The worst part is this is for all their foreign investors. This is for all their foreign investors, which so, means U.S. pension funds. That invested heavily in the, which I don't understand, like, super risky, wouldn't trust. I don't know. I don't feel like I trust yeah. investing in um I wouldn't have done it. I'll say that. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, wouldn't have done it. Wouldn't have done it either. I'm. I'm sorry. Just. Just not going to do it. So. You, so, those people. I mean, they're literally. I don't think they're going to get a dime. Probably not. I don't. I honestly don't think they're going to get a dime because I don't think the Chinese government's going to let them get a dime. You know? Yeah. And look what the what look what the Chinese government's having to do right now, is they're having to prop up their stock market. They just 
put in was a 279 billion dollars two trillion yen do they just randomly it's, print it, those dollars yeah you want uh, you think you think we're gonna uh poor china's gonna get a little bit of inflation they just they printed two trillion yen or is it one one yeah i'm Juan. sorry um one yen is Jap japanese um but two trillion won into their stock market and it's still going down. It propped up for like two or three days and then it started coming back down again. You know, so you just, the world, to me, the world is just a total mess right now. The system, everything, it's breaking down behind the scenes and you've got Powell on there just we're confident you're confident in what oh and how does he feel about the housing market joe how do you housing think market? i i think yeah. he loves us do you think he loves us i, oh, I, I everything T. marshall genser with marketplace i want to ask a little bit more about housing uh, i'm wondering how closely are you watching rent and housing prices as you evaluate whether and when to cut rates and it seems like housing prices are not coming down as quickly as you expected? So when we think about, um, uh, you know, our, our statutory goals are maximum employment and price stability, and that's what we're targeting. We're not targeting housing price inflation, the cost of housing or any of those things. Those are very important things for people's lives, uh, but they're not, you know, we're, those are not the things we're targeting. We're also well aware that when we cut rates at the beginning of the pandemic, for example, the housing, housing industry was helped more than any other industry. And when we raise rates, the housing industry can be hurt because it's a very intersensitive sector. On top of that, we have longer run problems with the availability of housing. You know, we have a, a built up set of cities and, and, you know, people are moving further and further out. So there's, there hasn't been enough housing built. And these are not, these are not things that we have any tools to address. Wow. Um, was that kind of a big? You know what? There was confidence there. Oh, he's confidently said to you. <laughs> Gave the industry. Well, I mean, you know, he doesn't have any tools to address building houses. Um, like he doesn't have he a hammer. Control, doesn't he control interest rates? Wait, it does. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, no. Hey, you know what? You had your party. You had your party. You had a good time. You gained all this equity. You made all this money. But you know what? Too bad. No more for you. No more soup for you. No, <laughs> no more soup, soup for you. No more profit for you. Yeah. I mean, look what? at D.R. Horton last week in their announcement. They wrote off $65 million to buy down rates. They're going to have to write off another 65 billion or more to right to to buy down rates and so was every other builder yeah because at the current prices you unless you do the buy down it's very hard to afford these things afford mm -hmm. these homes anymore yeah and it just was like you know what there's nothing i can do we and I'm, I'm so sick of the inventory thing. So sick of that. I get the list 
every freaking day from the builders. The builders have inventory. There is inventory. The inventory for resales has gone up. Mm -hmm. So there's inventory. You know what there isn't? Buyers who can afford to buy the houses. Yeah. That's what there's not. It's not the inventory. Well, and it's a tough piece right there because how do you correct it? How do we get affordability in check? You got to have to go down. Interest rates, rates got to go down. Like interest you rates have to. to go down or home rates have to go down. He doesn't want to drop, you know, he doesn't want to drop interest rates. So he's yep. kind of almost saying like, hey, we're not ready. Like values need to drop maybe for him. That, to feel was, that was that was interesting the way she asked the question. Because she asked, you haven't seen the prices go down like you thought they would. And he kind of looked like, hmm. But they're going to. It just, that look in his face was just like, hmm. It, It was a, I thought it was a very interesting way in which she actually asked the question. Yeah. And he just kind of. I don't have any tools. I don't have any tools. That's a great way. I, I just, I just love it. Like I, I want to be able to say stuff like that about my job, and people just accept it. Yeah. Hey, Joe, can you help me with with this on? Uh, I don't have the tools to do that <sighs> one. Tools. But I should still get paid. Oh, but no. I, you know what? It, and it's just interesting because it, you get a sense where. You would think like and I would think that the housing industry, the, you know, rent rent's a big part of inflation. Like that's kind of gone down. Like they look at that when they determine as inflation numbers where they are. But then the way he kind of worded all of this was kind of like, eh, we're not really looking at this. Like that's kind of like eh, it's it exists. Yeah, we know it's a big deal, but it's not our focus. Well, he said it's important to people. Yeah, it's important. A they need a roof over head. their head. Well, you know what? People can- Housing, food. Give people those two things, they're happy. Yeah. So, but- That one, that one just, that just- What else we got? We got anything else that we want to cover today? Because, because do we want to talk about like the Challenger layoff report that came out? Oh. Like unemployment numbers continue to come? Yeah. Well, you know what? He- uh, he said that, um, you know, the employment numbers are still strong. But what happened this week? Well, My brother I mean, who works for UPS, he's he's got, oops, he's got, um, I think, a year left with UPS. He's been there. He'll be there 30 years. You know? Wow. That's pretty awesome. Good for I mean, good for him. I mean, he's just he's he's earned it. He's earned his pension, man. They he busts his butt there. He really does. But they just got this nice lucrative um contract six months ago, right? It was talk. Everybody was talking about it. Yeah. Cause now you know the drivers can make $173,000 a year. And he's like, Brent, he told me he's like, Brennan, that's baloney. That's not how it works. You yeah. know. 
They're they're factoring in benefit packages and all that other benefit stuff. Benefit packages. Yeah, probably the employer payroll taxes are wrapped into that 173. Yeah. Like there's a lot. If you if, if you do 40 hours of overtime during the week, you know, stuff like that. So but, what did they get? What did they announce? They announced twelve thousand employee layoffs. Mm-hmm. Twelve thousand. That's a huge amount of the workforce. Yeah. Then what do we got? We got the tech companies. Um, uh, Google's laying off out of their ad division was at 1,700 people. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at this, and it, it only seems like the they, they react slow to everything. Yeah. You know, everyone tells you it takes a year to 18 months for everything to get in. So mm-hmm. if you start cutting rates today, it's still going to be a year before we see it. But what's happening right now is we're just seeing all the signs – of a recession coming up. Yeah. Yeah. We, which, we re- you know, and, and, and I mentioned the challenger job cut report, right. That came out this mm-hmm. morning. Right. And that's based off of corporate layoffs that are reported to state, you know, state department of labor. And it came up at 82,307 for January, which yep. they said was like the biggest January since 2009. That's a statistic piece. Like, January's like they're only looking at January's from there. Mm-hmm. But what was kind of interesting was December's number was only thirty four thousand eight hundred and seventeen. Like that speaks more volume to me because when we were talking about kind of where the economy was growing and going in early January, they were citing how strong the employment sector was. Yeah, so we almost three x. You know, we we more than doubled two and a half x the amount of. Large scale lay- these are large scale layoffs. These are like you know, this is like required, and I forget the number. I think what is it like 50 or 100 employees being laid off mm-hmm. at one time? And if you're a corporation that's a certain size, you have to report these things yes. to the state bureau of labor. Like, I don't know all the specifics, but these are just what's being reported. This isn't the restaurant that's letting go of one or two employees, the 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 small company that maybe only has 10 employees dropping down to six, like those aren't being included in that number. This is just your your UPSs, your major corporations that are your, your Googles, your Microsofts, your IBMs. And you're you're just you're seeing the announcements mm-hmm. and they're I feel like they're kind of being pushed, pushed back a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that not really, not really um, emphasized in the mm-hmm. numbers out there. Yep. So it's just it's been it has been a very very interesting couple of weeks as far as the news for us overall. Yeah, which I enjoy, but looking into the housing industry is how 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 do we take this? And help our people. Yeah, because that's 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 the question I have. Because every because mm-hmm. I'm sure you get it, I get it. Which is, what do you think the what do you think the economy is going to do? What do you think rates are going to do? What yeah. do you think? I I think right now, I think we've hit a balance where we're. This is what we're going to see. Yeah. For well, the next next at least three or four months, we're we're kind of yeah. in that that rate bubble. What, you know? what I joke with people too is like. You know, and, 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 I, and I say joke, that's probably the wrong word. Um, but, you know, when you're buying real estate, that's a long term investment, right? 
And when mm -hmm. people start thinking just about like stocks and like, and like if we were to compare with stocks and bonds, like, oh, are interest rates going to go down in the next three, four? Well, that's kind of like, that's like playing a stock market type scenario. Like yeah. what's going to happen in the immediate, right? Mm -hmm. These are long-term investments. When you're buying real estate, you're buying an asset that appreciates over time, right? Are, are there a little bit of downs and ups? Absolutely. But right now we have a situation where you feel confident in your job and you feel secure in your employment and your income structure rates are much better than they were a year ago mm -hmm. right it's much better than they were six months ago um and now we have inventory right yep like i was at a uh madame uh um development in deland mm -hmm. and they're built out but they've got nine inventory homes sitting right now and talking to the, the agent on duty, it's like, well, we've got 20,000, but if you ask for 30, you're going to get it. I'm like, okay, okay. But you think about that and that's, that's what you got to know. And that's what you have to use. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask for 30 because you know yeah. what? I'm going to have them pay all my closing costs. But I'm also going to take 10000 of that, and I'm going to buy down my rate at least a point. Mm -hmm. not, I'm not going to do one of these three, two, ones. Do a permanent. Be done with it. Do a permanent. Do a permanent buy down. Mm -hmm. And don't be – I mean, Dr. Horton, my gosh, I can't tell you how many houses I've seen with their inventory right now. they got to be 60, 70, 80 homes easily. Mm -hmm. And you got to remember, they've got – probably 30, 35 different developments, if not more in, in the central Florida area. They're, they're one of the biggest. Yep. And same thing, getting their sheets every single day this morning, again, Taylor Morrison, price cuts, price cuts, price cuts. So this year, I mean, look, don't, even, don't only look at the resales, look at the new builds. Mm -hmm. You know, cause there, there can be, there can be some fantastic opportunities out there. Yep. And, you know, let's, you know, let's get into the numbers for the week and you're going to see. We got to fly through these because we've been talking yeah. for, we're already 30 well, minutes uh, on this. I, I'm sorry. That's my bad. Um, but anyways, real quick, we only had 259 homes sold this past week. Love. So you can, so you can see the numbers are down. You know, people are saying, oh, things are heating up. It's well, this is kind of carried through from December. So those numbers are way down. This is the big one, though. Condos. Only 77 homes. That's it's it. Dropping. 77. And then we get into what we look at every week, original original to, to list. You're yep. seeing here, average, $32,000 off the original list price. And we are still down 93.7% off the original. And our days on market haven't shrunk at all. Mm -hmm. We're still sitting at 60 days. This is turning into a buyer's market. It yep. really, really is. And then you look at it graphically and you know, you're just consistently from September, you know, we're 450 and we've dropped an average of 200 homes per week that's that's 800 to a thousand homes less we're selling per month yeah that's significant 
That's that's huge. Then you look at our inventory. You know, we did take that dip. You know, we're starting to level off. Mm -hmm. But I'm expecting this over the next couple of weeks, you know, because we're hitting February. Usually March is when it really starts heating up for us. Yep. For summer you know, season, right? Summer season. I wouldn't doubt if we see this get up to close to 6,000 homes very easily. Yep. Because I look every morning and it's always more new listings than it is sold, than it is pending homes. Yep. Look at it every morning. And then you got our condos. There it is. Look at this. You know, wasn't great. It was like 135, 140, 77. Yeah. I Can mean, we get condos, it to 50? Yeah. These condo, these condo owners are really going to have to start. They're going to have to start dropping their prices. That's yep. it. Plain and simple because you have to compensate for the incredible increases that they've had on yep. the, um, on the, the on the homeowners association dues. Yep. So, I mean, that's that's looking at it really quick. Um, it's just it's it's flat. So we've got to come up. We we're really working hard to find new ways to help buyers, and we've got a product that Joe found, and we're going to be making a uh, an announcement on that probably early next week. Do do do. I'm sorry, that song keeps going in my head when I talk about it. Um, <laughs> so keep tuned to the channel, please, because it's a fantastic program. The biggest little hint we'll give you is there's a $5,000 grant that doesn't have to be repaid with the program. That's good so, stuff. So stay tuned for that. Join us again next week. Thank you for joining us. Uh, like and subscribe. See you next week. Take have care. Have a good one, guys. Boom, boom. Like, subscribe, hit the pound button, <laughs> comment, be awesome. <laughs>